With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If you want the best coverage from the farm system to the front office, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast, now on the Dub Network. Here are your hosts, Jeff and John. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 91, and today, lots of stuff going on, trade deadline. We're going to get into all of that right now. Okay guys, this is a big week, dude. This was huge. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, a lot of things, not necessarily great on the road trip. They're two and four on the road trip. But they played two good teams in. in uh, well, they're just they're one and two on the road trip because. Uh, I'm know. sorry, the Dodgers came in town and took yeah, two yeah, or three, yeah. and then they're one and two on the road trip heading to San Diego, where they're going to be tonight. Yeah. But you know, I know they lost two. They lost a horrible game Monday. That, yeah, that was bad. And 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 proof right there what they needed <laughs> is the bullpen, and we've talked about that over and over. Sure. Sure. Get this out of the way, and uh, but I tell you what, over. On top of the two bad wins was an unbelievable win Wednesday night. Yeah, and I think I think that the the Astros. What is it that the the Japanese general said in World War II when when they bombed Pearl Harbor and everyone was excited in in Japan and he said, "I'm afraid we may have awakened a sleeping giant." Hey, you and I know uh, Marcus Simeon. We've talked to him many times. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most <laughs> reserved, great guys. Just a super nice guy. He got pissed. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the last Monday stunk. Um, you know, had a three-run lead with Chapman on the mound. The call at the plate at the end, um, you know, I'd, which stood, even though it looked like there was evidence, it could have could have been overturned. And then, you know, the next night, four to three, a play at the plate ended up costing him in the eighth when Simeon was called out on replay. So, you know, the games were close. They were very competitive. Um, it sounded like the Astros – the ownership they'd had of the Rangers the last few seasons where you'd go there and it'd be 12 to three every night. So, yeah. Um, and then the game, yeah, the game Wednesday started out pretty crappy because Bregman hit a home three run homer in the first. And you're like, here we go again. And Andrew Heaney got it together and, and tossed uh, four scoreless innings after that. And, you know, in the first inning he'd hit Jordan Alvarez on an O2 pitch. I mean, okay. So you, you're with me. You don't <laughs> think that was on purpose. no, no, oh, I, no. There, I saw that, that Mark DeRosa said last night, oh, yeah, he was hitting him. L- listen, DeRosa, let me, let, me, <laughs> let me just right now try to, to, to quash that. If he was up 2-0, maybe <clears throat> even 3-0, you don't want to come across the plate to Jordan Alvarez after you've just given up a three-run <laughs> dinner. Right. So maybe your thought is, okay, if he's on base, you know, maybe I can try to get out of these next guys because he's killed us. So maybe I will send a message on 2-0, maybe 3-0 or something like that yeah. behind on the plate because you know you don't want to bring it right over the middle. You're up 0-2. I mean, yeah. you got two strikes on yeah. the guy, and you need to get an out there. He was not throwing at him. No, he, he hadn't recorded an out yet. Exactly. He was down 3 nothing. The last thing he needs to do is put somebody else on base, especially when you're ahead 0-2. Exactly. So he, he hits them. Um, it was, Alvarez it was, was, it, was Al, it was Alvarez's first plate appearance off the off the injured list. You know he hadn't been playing, hadn't played for a month or so. Right. Um, 
Yeah, Understandably and it, now the, 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 ti- the timing of it after the home run doesn't look good, but you do that on the first pitch. Yeah. You don't, you don't screw around. You just get it out of the way, send your message, and that's it. So when Simeon comes to bat in his, his second at bat in the, in the third inning, first pitch gets drilled. And what he said after the game was pretty interesting. He said, I got hit by a four-seam fastball by a sinker ball. Yep. You know, Framber no. Valdez never throws a four-seamer. And no. he throws one in and, and up and in and hits Simeon. It, it seemed apparent at that point that – and, you know, Dusty Baker's old school. That's the baseball that Dusty Absolutely. Baker grew up in. And, and frankly, that's the baseball that, that Bruce Bochy grew up in, too. Exactly. But um, – And Bochy would never know. call for him to hit Alvarez in that position. No. He's oh. trying to win this game. He's got to – he wants to stay ahead of them. <laughs> and you got to get your pitcher on track. Exactly. Anyway, so – DeRosa's wrong. Two, two out – you know, it was, it was one out when Simeon got hit. Uh, Travis Jankowski makes an out. Nate Lowe hits a home run, and and at that point, I guess it was Simeon, or Simeon said that when he touched home, he told Martin Maldonado that we're going to come back and win this game. Yep. And uh, Maldonado said, no, we're going to beat you like it was when we were in Oakland. And, right. Um, so it was I, – I, this is this is hero stuff. When when Simeon <laughs> came up his next at bat, he hit a three run homer. Yes, I mean that is that is shoving it up somebody's ass. <laughs> right there, right, right there. You can't get any bigger than that. It was a three run homer, a huge situation, and he stared and he talked the whole way around the bases. Right. Uh, next inning, the fifth. <laughs> it was so funny when he got home and he said something because Kathy. Who, who watches the game. She loves to watch it, especially when they're winning. And she goes, he just said something to that catcher. And I go, did you not see him running the bases? <laughs> right. I said, he is pissed. And then the next inning, Garcia hits the grand slam. Uh, but the they fir- threw it low. That was – he yeah. threw it low. Okay. He might have. Yeah. I mean, it was his last pitch. Um, anyway, so Simeon touches home and just starts talking. Yeah. Saying it. And, and according to Marcus, he said to Maldonado, I told you we were going to win this game. Yep, and uh, you know, and, and you know the bench is cleared, and the umpires they they didn't need to throw anybody out, but exactly. they did exactly. And uh, but not even the catcher, not not even uh, what's yeah. his, he he didn't do anything wrong either. They weren't being confrontational with no. each other. They were jawing know. at each other a little bit, and that's sports. But they weren't gonna they weren't in each other's faces, getting ready to throw down. No, know? And, they and, were not. So anyway, uh, but but what it did, what Simeon did, is Simeon lit a fire in the team. Right now. The off day yesterday, going to the beach, maybe that put the fire out, but I don't think so. I, I think that, uh, you know, and, and tonight's starting pitching, pitcher might put the fire out, but um, the fact of the matter is that this team woke up, they scored 13 runs, they might have been reminded how, how good they are after, right. after two tough series against two really good teams. I mean, the Dodgers and Astros are good teams, but if you look at the Rangers are, are eight and four since the All Star break. That's right. good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, absolutely. That's really good. It's not like they're playing like crap. No. So, um, and it's not like the like you said, the Astros didn't win by you know six runs Monday night and then, yeah. then three runs Tuesday night. They, I mean, there was two one run games. Right. My one run clicker had to get. Uh, yeah, it's updated. It, huh? it had to get updated two days in a row on that. But boy, God, that was so fun Wednesday. It was fun to see that Wednesday more than anything. You and I have talked to Seeger. Simeon is not a guy – when you talk about Simeon needs to be a leader or do that, he is a leader, but he's not sure. a leader that closes the, the clubhouse and screams and yells at everybody, get their fucking stuff and gear, excuse me. But that's not what he does. Yeah. He goes out early every day and works out. He shows young guys that he is going to be – he's working hard for everything he needs. Right. But, 
boy, oh boy, he he got jolly there. Yeah. He was pissed. He's you know, um, he commands respect. I mean, he's got a pedigree. Yep. Um, you know, it's still a it's an older team in some regards, yes, but a lot of the position players are still are still young and and need somebody to follow and and an example to follow. And the way Marcus Simeon goes about his business is is you know commendable, and it's something mm-hmm. that you you hope that all your you're a manager or a general manager. You hope everybody player, everybody who plays for you is Mark is like Marcus Simeon or works right. like Marcus Simeon. Exactly. Um, doesn't want to come out of the games. I hope he doesn't get suspended um, because that would that would prevent him from playing 162 games. I'm sure he can appeal it. And again, it's it was, you know, the MLB is going to look at it all as they always do. But it just didn't seem like something like warrants a suspension. You know, it was just two guys talking and they got ejected. Now, the benches Somebody, did clear, but no no punches were thrown, no. nothing like that. It wasn't even close to throwing punches. Right. They were just basically – and, in fact, it really got kind of heated when Garcia – when he hit the grand slam. When he got home, that's when him and Maldonado – and they, I think they were just talking. I, 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 Dolas hugged him. He did he what? I thought he hugged him. Oh, he did. He, yeah, yeah, he was trying to tap him on the back. And I think he was saying, listen, you know, something yeah. to that effect – Hey, you know, because there was the game when Adolis hit the home run, looked back at him because they had been jawing at each other. Uh, initially, I thought they might have been mad because uh, how slow Garcia went around the bases. He did. I uh, he, did he didn't watch it no. or flip his bat, but he took his sweet time getting oh, around the bases. Oh, my gosh. Bases, especially around third. But uh, anyway, it's just it's just one of those things. And uh, I tell you, the, the Astros don't like don't like it when somebody confronts them. No. They you know, don't. They, they still live in a fantasy about the the, oh, the trash can beating and right. You know, the, they 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 don't get it. You know, and and um, and then you know something like this, somebody says something to them and they get their feelings hurt. So <laughs> um, it'll be interesting. You know, I, they they have one more series. It'll be in uh, in Arlington, and then that's it. You know, because yeah. because the, the this year is the schedule's different. They it's not play, nineteen games they don't anymore. Play nineteen, it's thirteen, and I don't mind that. But um, anyway, it, it'll be a big series. The Astros aren't going anywhere. The Rangers aren't going anywhere. No. and uh, both teams are trying to get better. Yeah, so I'll tell you who else is getting better are the Angels. Yeah, I don't. I That's still, weird though. What they I did. still don't buy them. I, I don't. I don't. They don't have Trout till August, right? They're, till, they're seven games out. Um, They're four and a half out of the wild. Four and a half, or four out in the wild card. Three, it might be three actually, because they play the Blue Jays this weekend, and that's a that's a battle for the last poten- potential opportunity for the Angels to get into They're three the three out, right? The um, wild card mix. Um, look, they have they have Otani, who's great. Um, he can't carry him alone. Um, they 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 do need help. Giolito will help. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez will help. Their bullpen's always been – it's been a disaster, really, since Francisco Rodriguez left. I mean, they, they just can't get anybody back there. I mean, Houston Street was good. but um, And it's, it's, it is interesting, but, I mean, I, I think it was predictable. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're hot at the right time, but they might be hot at the wrong time, long Absolutely. term. I mean, you know, if, if this thing falls apart on them, they've won eight of nine, I think. And, you know, they're – but they're a six. They're a five-game losing streak from being also Rams again. Exactly. And, and then they're going to be. They've got to jump have two o- teams. They're going to have Otani. They're going to get. If he leaves, they get like a pick in the seventy in the like seventieth over seventieth overall. Right. They don't get a good pick for him. Uh, Why is that? I mean, I thought that you got the, a pick in between the first and second round, but is it because he was a arbitration? I I'm not sure what it is. Um, it's it's but it's not. 
it's you know they're not getting a first round pick. You no, know, they're not. You know, and, and then yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's about sixty five to seventy. They, ha- is where they, think it's they have an opportunity to really make improvements for the team because for next year, because I think realistically. Nobody expects him to go back to the Angels. No, I don't think so. And um, if if he does go back, it's it's bad for the it's bad for the Angels from a, a payroll standpoint, right? Because you're paying him, I don't know, fifty million, forty five, fifty million, right? You still got you're selling the hook for Trout for thirty seven a year. That damn Rendon deal is killing him, you know. So I mean, you've got thank, thank goodness the Rangers. You have a hundred. You'll have a hundred and ten, hundred and twenty million tied up into three players. Exactly. Um, you know, and and it it'll really kind of cripple them. I mean, if I'm the Rangers, I want them to resign Otani. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you know, it 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 really puts them in a terrible position. But um, you know, they want to they well well what did the I've seen sources say? Oh yeah, they you know, want to give give it a, a final shot to make the playoffs and to let fans see Otani. And you know what? You got to do what's best for the team. And I don't. And it's Art Moreno's. Ego that has gotten in the way here. Sure, because I guarantee you, who's the president of baseball? Who's their GM? Well, per- Perry Manassian's their. their and I GM guarantee you, his advice is: Look, let's let's start. Re- we got to get. We they don't have a farm system. It's ranked twenty fifth out of thirty, something yeah. like that. We we can build this farm system up. Yes, he's a rental, but we will get a top one hundred prospect for sure. Maybe even a top fifty. You'd get a couple. Yeah, you, you might get a couple of them. And if nothing else, any there are guys that are lower in other systems that would be high in our system. Mm-hmm. And these are big leaguers that would yeah. be here. We could build this up. But Moreno is a stubborn mule <laughs> who was gonna he was gonna sell the team. Now he's not gonna sell the team. And so he is stubborn on it. And he yeah. thinks I can just money whip. And he, you know, he he signed bad contract after bad contract. Sure. He did it with Josh Hamilton. He yeah. did it with with Pujols. He did it with CJ. With CJ. Did okay with there, but he wasn't the C.J. Wilson. Right, he was, was he was injured the last couple of years of that exactly, deal. and then and he hamstrung himself with these guys that would, were forty five years old by the time they were well. And <laughs> Hamilton just didn't perform. Yeah, you know he kind of fell off the cliff there, and and ended up paying the Rangers to just put yeah. him in the lineup. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah the the Hamilton thing was, you know, it was a mistake all around. Josh had never left. He realizes that. Um, they didn't offer him the same support that the Rangers offered him. It was Mike Sosha, old school hardliner against Ron Washington, who's a players manager. Mm-hmm. You know, who'll Josh, chew your ass when you need to. But Josh was, Hamilton would go into Ron Washington's office and take naps on his couch. Yeah, you know, Mike Sosha wouldn't go for that crap. No, no. And so uh, it, it was it was a disaster for them to start. But it was five years, one hundred twenty five million at a time when there weren't a lot of nine figure contracts flying around. So um, yeah, it, it's it's not always the shiniest toy that gets you gets you to the promised land and no. they're finding that out they have the two best players in the world on their team and they're not good no and and i mean you know they're playing well right now with with otani um He's, I, I i think I, I just don't believe it you know you know you can't you can't go this long without good players exactly. and, and sustain it so um we'll see what happens i could be totally wrong but they they've they've taken their path which has Kind of freed up everybody who wanted Otani to to start on another path here with the trade deadline, which um, is in a couple days. It's on Tuesday. Um, I'll be out there. I'll all be out afternoon. there. I'll be out there eventually. Um, it's um, it's an interesting time. It's my, Ran- I love that day. I'm the sorry. Rangers have uh, 
they're in San Diego. So is the front office. They're in San Diego also. They're they meeting. Went, they went to okay. They did, and uh, so they're they're out there. That's their. They might come home from San Diego. Somebody might join that plane ride. That's home. what. I, yeah, that's that's kind of what I wrote today at uh, rangersday.com, which is five ninety nine a month, thirty five for six or sixty for uh, twelve months. Look, uh, I, I look. We pitch this all the time, and guys. Look, I'm coming from the Ranger fan perspective. Okay, I'm telling you right now, this is the best Rangers coverage from the farm to the front office. It is the best Ranger coverage there is. It is every day we cover the Rangers. I throw in my two cents every once in a while, but Jeff's a professional journalist who's covered the Rangers since 2008. It's cheap. My gosh, sixty bucks to get it for for a year. It, I mean, that's less than five ninety nine a month, right? It there. is. It's five dollars a month. Five dollars. Simple a month. math. It's simple math. I'm not. He's the mathematician. I'm not. But guys, okay. I'm done pitching because we're going to talk trade deadline stuff. But I'm telling you, go, go sign up. Give it to a, if you know somebody that is a a big Ranger fan. Buy it for them for Christmas or buy it for them for their birthday. This is something to get because yeah. uh, it, it, it's Thank good. You. Yeah, it's good. It is. It's it very is. good. Yeah, and you're not paying for me. You're paying for him and T.R. Sullivan, who comes on and writes some stuff every once in a yeah, while, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, okay. But, yeah, no, it's good. But, yeah, the trade deadline, Rangers are in San Diego. Front office guys are in San Diego. Who all goes on that? So all the assistant- Well, all, yeah, all the assistant guys. Uh, so, obviously, Chris is there. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Ray Davis is there um, or would fly in at some point. Um, he has his own plane, so he can go wherever yeah, he, he wants. he can do what he wants, wants yeah. Yeah. Um, Ross Fenstermaker's there. I'm assuming Josh Boyd is there. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I am going to because I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, okay. Um, it's, a, it's a group <laughs> that's out there, um, and um, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there, there's all kinds of rumors of who's available, who the Rangers might be interested in. I just saw something that they might be interested in, Justin Verlander. Right. Um, you know, and, and sure, hey, you know, if the Mets take the money and he's looking good, do it, you know, and, and he's been good the last what nine starts or something like that. He's not a great postseason pitcher though, if you yeah. look at his career numbers. But I wouldn't take him to get get to the post. I'd take my chances. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's Padre specifically that you know they're they're what I think five games under five hundred to have this unbelievable roster. Oh God, I mean, they are so talented, and they it's just not clicking. Um, and they've de- they have depleted their farm system. Yeah, they're that's how you know. Last year, they made the trade for Juan Soto and Josh Hader. They didn't come cheap. I don't cheap. think Soto's getting traded, do you? No. I mean, I, I my, my theory is, or a theory, is that if if you offer A.J. Preller the right prospects, it will – he in his mind, he can say, all right, we're retooling the farm system. And this gives me a chance this winter to go get more guys. Right. Uh, so Soto – has one year of control remaining, so I like that. He's obviously a special player. Uh, he's he gonna, started slow this year, but now he's yeah, really come he, on. He was an all star. He's going to be a he's going to be an expensive uh, sign, but um, I mean that's that, if you have a chance to sign one of the best players in the world, you do it. Yes, um, there's no argument. So anyway, I would uh, I would unload the farm for for Juan Soto if, if it were to come to that. Uh, he, you know, he would go right into the. I don't know. He could hit wherever, <laughs> wherever the heck you want him. Uh, he'd probably. I would guess he would move to. F- he would bat f- third. Right. Simeon Seager, Soto, Garcia, Low, Young, Heim. It just makes your lineup so much deeper. Yeah. Um. And and while you're there, you might as well get Josh Hader. Yeah. 
you know, the, the really good, the unbelievable he's a reliever too. who after the trade last year wasn't very good, but he's a rental. Uh, you know, Blake, Blake Snell, one of the best pitchers and starting pitchers in the game right now, he's a rental. Um, so there, there are three, three players, maybe more out there just on, on the San Diego roster alone who would help your team. Um, so, so the Rangers could do two things. They could go into there and just punish the Padres and mm-hmm. just beat them by four runs tonight, and five runs tomorrow, and solidify the fact that let's really talk about this. It's obvious you can see that the difference yeah. between us and you. <laughs> and even though you so, – and do something like that and then help themselves by pulling out. I'm of the opinion I, – I, I said all along, you know, it's very rare I'm right, but I said from the beginning I didn't think Otani would be – there, it started yeah. to change where people were saying, it looks like he's going to get moved. I think they're going to move him, and I was still going, I don't see it. I still yeah. don't think Moreno's smart enough to, to do that. He's too ego. I don't think the Rangers do – it's, it's obvious they can make a big package deal, which would be great for Soto mm-hmm. or something like that. But I think it's going to be individual moves. I think they're going to do something like a Bednar where they might give up some good prospects for and then maybe rent a couple of guys that wouldn't take as big a deal to do. Yeah. Yeah. Snell especially, I don't know why you wouldn't sell Snell individually because you could probably get a top 30 prospect from the Rangers who might have been at the bottom of the uh, of, of the top 100. It wouldn't take much, but Bednar would be the one that probably would take more just because he's controllable three more years. Yeah, but he's still just a reliever. I mean, just a reliever. He's pretty good, but um, – but you'd, have, you'd have solidified the back end of the bullpen. Yeah. You could probably sign Chapman back uh, to something. See, yeah. But – um, any case, all right, go ahead. So, uh, anyway, I, I mean, and what you're saying isn't wrong. I mean, you know, it could happen. Um, really? I'm you know, the, the, wrong, the, so. the, the, White, <laughs> the White Sox, you know, have yes. Dylan C, so I'm a big fan of. Uh, they traded Giolito and Lopez. They, they, got, they got the Angels' number two and number three prospects, which is a huge overpay. And right. honestly, I think it's kind of going to delay the – market a little bit because teams might see that and be like well this is the market and the team the sellers are saying this is the market and the buyers are like eh, no it's not no so, it's not yeah <laughs> uh, you know, we'll, so we'll, we'll see about that but um you know bednar sure uh what mitch keller apparently is available but geez if you're the pirates and you think you're close why would you trade a young starter um i don't get that one uh the, the white Sox have more than just lopez in their bullpen you know they have joe kelly and uh, uh, the guy whose name is escaping me right on the tip of my tongue, but they also have Lance Lynn, who's pitched better of late, who would probably be really comfortable being in con- in a con- with a contender and with the Rangers, where he had a lot of success. He's a he's a beast. I mean, he'll he might give up four runs, but he'll he'll be the guy that'll go six and not you know. Yeah, we've seen him do that, and he and look, he's got the stuff to be a pitcher that can do that. Yeah. Um, And maybe his head's not in it because they're so far out of it. I don't know. Sometimes I've said this over, over, and over, and Taylor Hearns, what I said too, You sometimes a change of scenery and new eyes on you to go, this is what you need to do, can fix a lot of things. I think he and Mike Maddox would be a good pair. Um, Well, they're also – you know, the Rangers are real good at taking pitchers and adjusting something. They did it with Minor, Lynn, uh, uh, what's his name that's with uh, Phil – Gibson yeah. with Philly. He's with the Orioles, but yeah. Or, yeah, the Orioles the now. Phillies, yeah. He went to the Phillies that they traded. And, but they those guys that retooled their career, something here gets them going, yeah. and they rolled till it here. Look what they did with Dunning, too, who is, has been – Dunning was always – you know, he was kind of thought of well with the White Sox, and then he comes over here, and he's just been 
He's a strike thrower. He's up there yeah. throwing that sinker and, and, yeah. and doing his job, whether he's going to end up sure. in the bullpen or not. But uh, so the, right now, it's strange to say this, but right now the Rangers are doing good things with pitchers and turning them into guys yeah. that are performing. Sure. Yeah, and, and you know, and I don't, I don't know, you know, you, I, you, you got any predictions on what they're going to get? Like legitimate thoughts, like they could get. Yeah, like you see Eduardo Rodriguez. Okay, he's a nice pitcher with Detroit, but do you want three lefties in your rotation, no. or do you have to move one of one of the lefties to the bullpen? I mean, he's having a great year. Uh, he's a very good pitcher. So uh, I wouldn't be disappointed if they got him. He he can opt out of his deal after this year, which uh, you know might make you wonder if he's a rental or if he's a right controllable piece that might affect the price. You know, the Tigers have some relief arms too, um, but I, I I just I just have no feel for it, but. I do. I do kind of like the the Verlander idea. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. If they can't get Cease, Cease is who, Cease is who I would like them to get as a fan. Uh, it makes a lot of sense because he's controllable. Um, it fill you know it fills a need for next year too. So would Verlander, mm-hmm. who is is, is under is control. controllable, and he even has an option after that for 25. I mean, he's he's 40. You know, yeah. do you, do you worry about that? Um, so, I but say anyway. this all the time, though. A guy that's 40, 41, if he stays in shape, okay. even if he ends up being your three or four starter who's been there and he's been that good for that yeah. long, that's not a bad guy. Because you know a guy that's 42 might could be maybe he's your third or fourth starter, but you know once every three or four starts he has one of those seven-inning, one-run games or something. Yeah. And that's that you want that out of your fourth or fifth starter. Well, and one thing we need to keep in mind is Kate Upton would come along with that. So. And uh, yes, so yes. we need to. We who need needs to, to be on the podcast? We need to also think about that uh, in so, person. She needs sure, to come sit in sure. in studio. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we'll see. It's it's going to be interesting, but I I still think it's. I don't. Okay, so that's don't, your prediction. I don't think that. Just what okay. little what little history we have with Chris Young. He's he goes big. Yeah. Right. Right. He goes big. So. I think I, he wants I, to solidify himself. I think if I mean big to me in my mind is Dylan Cease. Okay. So if if so Cease or Verlander, not both. Okay. But and then uh, relievers, they just need to get some relievers. It doesn't matter who. They just need they just need better ones. Right. Exactly. So and, two relievers, one starter. That's my prediction. Okay. I have two relievers, one starter, two that I think I think they're going to go out, and I think their big splash is going to be Bednar. I think they're going to give up. Someone like a maybe like a White and a Gutierrez, something like that, that I put out yesterday, which might line up on your. I don't know how that uh, accurate that calculator thing is they do, but I, I like to play that game because you know I'm a nerd uh, and I play that game. But that that evened out right there, and you get Bednar, and you've got a back end of the bullpen guy for the next three years, and then you're going to go out. I think Lance Lynn is somebody that fits, and then as a starter, and then maybe someone like a maybe you do do something for Hater. Also, and you do a hater and and Bednar here with Lance Lynn, and I'm telling you right now, that's Lance Lynn. I know you're you you're thinking. I'd love Verlander, by the way. I think Verlander would be great. So maybe maybe something like Bednar and Verlander, and then Hater. That would be fantastic too. But you put Lynn in this rotation. You put two good arms at the back end of this bullpen, and your rotation gets better right away. Then yeah. you really are saying, all right, can you give me can you give me five or six a night? You know, you're not saying go to six or seven every night. If you can get me five or six and keep me in it, then we can do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out here in a couple of days. I'm always wrong on these, but that's that's why we play the game. It's All right. too much fun. All right. 
All right, guys. That's it. So what do you say we go down in the bus leagues? Let's talk about what's going on down in the bus leagues. Right, right after this. Yeah, let's do it. Down in the bus leagues is brought to you by the Round Rock Express. Jeff, what's going on in Round Rock? Well, not a lot right now because the team's in El Paso and then they're headed to uh, Oklahoma City next week. But, uh, you know, such a good time there in, in Round Rock at Dell Diamond. Uh, the team comes home on August 8th to play the Albuquerque Isotopes. $2 uh, Taco Tuesday, which uh, I love. The next night, dollar hot dogs, which I also love. Uh, Thursday the 10th, it's a brew review, the original Thirsty Thursday. And then Pints and Pups, so you can bring your pup to the dog. You need to go check that one out at uh, roundrockexpress.com slash dogs. And then on the 11th, this is the big one. It's Chili Night with Brian Bumgarner, who's uh, Kevin from The Office and the very famous scene where he spills the giant pot of uh, chili all over. Hysterical. Um, there'll be fireworks that night. Then over on uh, the, the 12th, Saturday the 12th, which is my son's birthday, there's a <clears throat> post-game concert. It's also sneakerhead night, which I know you like, John. And then Sunday the 13th is Kids Day. So go to milb.com slash round hyphen rock for more information. All right, guys, welcome to the Round Rock Express down in the bus leagues as we're going to go down and talk about every affiliate in the bus leagues and uh, what's going on down there. This organization might look different. It's going to look different. It's going to look different next There's week. There's no might. Yeah, there, there is no might. Look, you know, if we're going to go, if we're going to start all the way down, let's go all the way down. We'll go down to the Dominican Summer League. We can at least get some stats there. Yeah. So they played two teams there. Two teams, yeah. They are not. A and B teams. They're not varsity JV. No, it's just, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, they're, they're 19 and 18, one team, when the other team is 15 and 21. Um, did they have a player of the week? Someone was. Braylon Morell. Um, he was, uh, he had a real good week down there. 375, three homers, five RBIs, 1474 OPS. So, uh, he's a, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, you never know, but okay. it's always good to see guys produce. So, yes, exactly. Um, there you have it. There you go. Okay, going over to the ACL, uh, the Arizona Complex League. Started out not so great, but now they have been playing great. They've scuttled a little bit lately, but they are 16-21. and 21. They're 4-6 and six in their last 10, and there's only one guy right now we're talking about there, and that's Sebastian Walcott. Well, he's, he's worth talking about. Um, you know, still 17. He's killing the ball. Six homers, what, 280, 923 OPS. Uh, he, you know, he struggled in the Dominican. We've talked about it. There's some cultural things. I mean, he's from the Bahamas, but he speaks English. Right. Uh, he's he spent a lot of time in the United States. So this is just where he's more comfortable, and it was the right thing to do for the player. Sure. So, um, but that that team here, in a, in I don't know, a week to two weeks is going to start looking a little different as uh, some of the draftees uh, who are going to play as as they start playing. Right, um, you know they're there now in Arizona to onboard and figure out the lay of the land, and uh, they they'll play their first games there. <clears throat> um, you know, um, White Langford is is probably going to debut there. So, um, well, I think the Rangers ended up signing either fifteen of eighteen or fourteen of eighteen. Right, I think it's fifteen is what I saw. They signed Max Martin, the eleventh rounder, uh, at the, the on Monday night. Uh, the deadline was Tuesday, so. Was it the sixteenth um, rounder they weren't going to sign, but he was the kid going to LSU? Jake Brown, yeah, and then uh, there's a kid from Golden, Colorado, where uh, I, uh, I I lived at one point, and uh, 
he he ended up going to Oregon State. Uh, he was the twentieth rounder. So, uh, and I think they missed on somebody else. But now, you know, they, kind of in that range, right? You you don't expect to sign everybody. Um, they want money, and you're out of it at that point. And right. With NIL now, shoot, you know, the the Brown kid going to LSU would probably make more than he would have. Sure. With the, from the Rangers, so I and get he gets it. the co college experience. Yeah, and he's not. from Louisiana, and they're the you know, reigning national champs, and um, so probably been a dream of his forever. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. Yep. All right, so let's go down to the uh, down east. That's the low eight team. They're uh, twelve and fifteen, <laughs> three and seven in their last ten, and they've won one. They've kind of scuttled, but they've already they're already a playoff team. They that's right. They won the first half going away really, and so they're they're in the playoffs. Uh, they they can't score any runs. They're really struggling offensively. Um, they're young. They are young. Yeah, they are young. And then they're you know their their good hitters are getting called up pretty quick. But uh, it you know it's the the pitching that we've we've mentioned throughout uh, the season. Brock Porter, of course, the the fourth rounder should have been a first rounder. He's right getting his first taste there. But Aiden Curry's pitching really well. Joseph Montalvo, Leandro Lopez, DJ McCarty. Um, uh, Dylan McLean is, is pitching well, the, the fourth rounder in 2020. Um, I think I think he has the highest ERA of all of them. No, I take that back. Leandro Lopez of those six has the highest ERA, and it's 342. McLean has a three, and everybody else is under three. So that, that tells you the makeup of the team. Um, but, uh, you know, on that 2020 draft – it's uh, looking like a great McLean draft. was the fourth rounder. The first rounder was Foscue. Second rounder, Evan Carter. Uh, who I've, I've heard of him. Heard of him. Third rounder, TK Roby, who's going to be back in action uh, at some point in, in August. And then uh, the fifth rounder is Thomas Ajaysi, who we're going to talk about in, in a minute. He was our guest last week. So, anyway, um, good pitching. I'd imagine that some of them are going to get moved up. I don't think Brock Porter gets moved up, though. I think he's stay there for the year. He's going to stay there for the year. Get his innings in. He's up to fifty-three. He's probably got about thirty more. I was about I to guess. say they're not going to. Are yeah. they going to take him to a hundred or probably about eighty? No, I don't. I think eighty is probably the good good round number. And it's what you do because he hasn't pitched anywhere close to eighty innings. Okay, now let's go down. Uh, go from there. Let's go to High A. Hickory Crawdads. They're eighteen and eight. They're five and five in their last ten. Uh, they've won one. Uh, Cam Colley got called up. He did, and he's, he hit two home runs the other night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a former guest on our show, and he's – Texas boy. Texas boy, uh, east of Houston, and um, great great defensive player, incredible speed. Um, he, he probably, you know – Can catch a football. Maybe he was – yeah, that's right. Maybe <laughs> he was in a funk there and with the down east guys, and maybe he's going to – Follow Abby Ortiz and, and start going crazy up there. Ortiz has been great. Well, he obviously. had come on at down east. Yeah, he had really yeah, kind of yeah, come yeah, on at the yeah, end, and he, yeah. he was doing well. So but Ortiz, uh, he might be shoot. He might be the player of the year, yep. the minor league player of the year. I mean, you can't ignore his numbers. Now, um, I think we'll be a little bit partial to uh, Thomas Ajaysi. Yes. And we just might as well roll into Frisco at this point. Yeah, let's go to Frisco. Um, Frisco's thirteen and eleven. They've hovered around at five hundred all year long. They're six and four in their last ten. Uh, they have lost one. That's the that's the latest streak. But uh, I've said it over and over. The 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 talent is basically there now. The pitchers, a lot of the pitching talent was there. It's kind of moved up and down. Where White's been promoted up all the way through AAA into big leagues. Alex Spees was there. He's now in AAA. Yeah. Um, so you know the but uh, boy, when it comes to the in the field and the bats, uh, that's kind of where 
the top end prospects are. You got Acuna there. You've got Evan Carter there, who's the number one prospect, and then uh, obviously Sajasi, who we always love to talk about. Right, right, and uh, he had another grand slam here this week. He's up to four in the season. He's leading that team in home runs, fifteen. He has the most RBIs, I think seventy. Um, and he, you know, he can play a lot of positions. Uh, you know, he's kind of blocked. Yeah, you know, so he's going to have to learn how to play outfield, which he said he'd will, he's willing to do. If you didn't see last week's episode, great, it's 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 on our YouTube channel now. The audio has been posted, so you might have already listened. But go if ahead you want to see what he looks, go like. ahead and give it a look. And uh, um, he's a he's just a good kid too, you know. On top of all of that, so um, but yeah, this is this is probably where you're going to start to notice some significant differences in the organization. Will be from the from either the Frisco roster or the Round Rock roster. And, again, it all depends on what happens before Tuesday. But uh, there are a lot of guys. Uh, so J.C. might be one of them. Uh, Cooney is probably one of them. Jack Leiter, who's on the development list, maybe he's one of them. You never know. Um, you know, Dane Acker, who's already been traded once. Yeah. Uh, he's pitching well. So may, I, you know, you just, you just don't know. Um, but you get prospects to – Part of the reason you get them is to trade them. You know, you, you know that they all can't make the major leagues with your team. So um, when you go into trade deadline, it's good to have a fat wallet with a lot of, you know, because we've always called them other currency. Yeah. And they are other currency. And uh, the Rangers right now have a pretty fat wallet with their prospects that they can shop with. So, yes, we've talked about this over and over, but uh, without a doubt, some of these kids that we've, got, we've, we've gotten to know, really like, yeah. and all of that, they're, they're just not going to be here come next Wednesday. They're, they're going to be in other organizations. Yeah, yeah that's true. And, and um, if they're not, then it's probably a disappointing trade deadline. <laughs> it means, you know, uh, but I, I'm assuming some, some kids we really like aren't going to be here anymore. Yeah, and then um, but that's part of baseball. It is. And, and I think they it's understand good for them. that. And it's good for them, and you wish them well. And um, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll know. We'll know more this time next week. Triple A is Round Rock. They're fourteen and ten. They're four and six in their last ten. They have lost four in a row. They really took off like a bat out of hell, uh, playing really well. And they've just kind of scuttled here lately. But they're still, you know, four games above on the second yeah. half. Yeah, uh, above uh, five hundred. But a um, few guys there that, um, that that may not be here too. Yeah, um, yeah. You got to. Be realistic and look at it that way. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of look, all right, who's blocked? You know, and, and Justin Foskey is definitely blocked. There's no question Davis about Davis Wenzel, it. unless he becomes a, a – Blocked. A, a, yeah, he's uh, blocked. Know, and then yeah, Dustin Harris is – maybe has a little more of an opening in left field, but, um, you know, depending on what the Rangers do, you don't know. So – and, and also, you know, you gotta you got to keep in mind 40-man implications. Harris is on the 40-man. The Rangers are probably going to need a 40-man spot. Right. Foscue and Wenzel are, would be Rule 5 eligible after this season. Right. I don't know if you'd protect Wenzel or not, but you'd definitely want to protect Foscue. Right. Uh, so that's going to cost you a 40-man spot. And I know that, ro- you know, guys come on and off the roster, but um, it's just there, there's a big, big, there's a lot more to it just oh let's just go get five guys. Well, where are you going to? How are you going to get him on the forty man? You know right. who, who's not going to make it. Uh, one one guy who is no longer on the forty man and no longer with the Rangers is, Tom, uh, is Taylor Hearn, who was at Round Rock. He got DFA'd last week, traded to the Braves. Um, good and sad for him. Yeah, good opportunity, maybe a change of scenery. Listening to hearing from somebody different, maybe something clicks with him. To every team, yeah, you pick somebody off of. Uh, 
off of waivers and they come here and succeed and it's just they just needed to hear something different. Yeah. Somebody saw something. I hope that's the case with Taylor. What a great guy. He was always nice to us and yeah. talking to everybody. And it's not like they didn't you know, they traded him to the Braves. Right. They didn't trade him to the A's who were just throwing shit on the wall and, and seeing what sticks. Yeah. The Braves <laughs> that's the a Braves great way to put obviously that. are a winning team. They have the best record in baseball. And so perhaps um, they see something they like and can find utility for them and saw something and want to think, hey, this is the quick fix, and maybe it clicks. And we hope it does because you know, he's a former guest on our show. He's a great guy. Right. Uh, maybe there is pressure being the local guy. You know, he's from Royce City, which is just east of Dallas. And so maybe there is something there. I don't know, but um, it's a big arm. Yep. It's ta- it's a, there's, a talent, there's talent there, and uh, we hope it clicks for him at some point. And, right. Uh, hopefully this is it. And um, so good for good for good for him. Bad for us. Yep, um, exactly. Another note in Round Rock: uh, Cole Wynn is on the temporary uh, inactive list. I guess you, you call it, um, or maybe it's the development. I don't know what list they put him on. But uh, nothing's wrong with him. Uh, his grandfather unfortunately passed away, and they were pretty close. So uh, the Rangers that? are allowing him to to go up to the funeral and. Uh, be around family so and he's he's been pitching better in the in the bullpen he's the reigning pacific league uh pacific close league player pitcher, pitcher of the week yeah. five scoreless innings there in relief he's done that uh, twice hasn't he yeah he's, twice I, I i think i don't think he's a reliever full-time it's not like he's just pitching one inning a night he's been logging multiple innings so i i think that this is just a different way for him to see the game right and maybe maybe get comfortable and it's something he can take into a, a start um, still walking a few too many guys, but <clears throat> that's all right. He'll he'll figure it out. And you know he's still young, twenty three. Sure. Um, he's on the forty man. He's not an option, obviously, right now. But um, I don't think it's somebody that they want to give up on and right. just just get get rid of. I think that they see still see something there, and and hopefully uh, hopefully it, it clicks because he's a from Colorado, so always going to have a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> Well, guys, um, anything else before we get out of here? You know what we need to talk about? Um, our buddy Josh Sneed. Oh, right, 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 right. We have to talk about that. Josh Sneed, the comedian, he was on episode Whose 80. Whose team, by the way, he His has. Reds, they're, they're, they're good. Yes, they are. Um, anyway, he also owns a T-shirt company. Yes. Uh, it's called In The Clutch, intheclutch.com. Uh, and we are now affiliates of that. Yes. So this is what you need to do. You go there to the website, and you, you, you find some Ranger shirts. There are some good Ranger shirts out there, including uh, uh, one called uh, the new Zeke in town, Ezekiel Duran, you know, because Ezekiel Elliott, he's, yeah. a, he's gone, so we needed another Zeke. And yeah. uh, we got we got Duran, there's Corey Seager shirts, Nate Lowe shirt, there's uh, Simeon shirts, there's a uh, Jacob DeGrom shirt. Uh, DeGrominator. There's a play on Valley Sports called Belly Up Sports. <laughs> Uh, there's a ten cent beer night shirt, so there's a lot of options for you if if you like the Rangers. Uh, if you go to intheclutch.com/rangers today, and then when you check out, type in uh, promo code Rangers today, you'll get uh, I think it's ten percent off uh-huh. and um, five dollars shipping. So buy a lot of shirts, five dollars every order, doesn't matter the size. And um, so anyway, so go there and do that, and then. Um, Go to rangerstay.com and subscribe for $5.99 a month, $35 for six months, and $60 for a year. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. And subscribe. 
Um, Show and, your friends, and, Kevin. And, yeah, and share it. Let everybody know. Um, we're uh, we're we're slowly building and moving upward on on our other revenue forms like Google Ads and YouTube Ads, and so um, it all counts, baby. It all counts. And uh, go to the website, even if our website, rangersday.com, even um, if you get it in the email and you prefer to do it there, it's a resource. Every story we've written is archived there. You can go read about Alex Spees. You can go read about Sebastian Walcott. Guys, we've both written. Uh, we, we've, Not both. You've written. I've about. written about. <laughs> um, and there's going to be so much more. So um, go there, rangersday.com. Absolutely. Um, You'll be glad you did. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so cheap. Guys, I think we're going to wind this thing down. Thanks to everybody that's been a part of it. Uh, next week, uh, we may try to do something uh, right after the trade deadline ends. Don't know yet. We'll see. Maybe go live or something and do that just on yeah. Twitter. I don't know. We'll maybe live YouTube. We'll figure that out. Uh, we'll have to talk to John, like you said, to figure out exactly what yeah. we can do. Well, and- we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. But by the maybe time the, we, maybe the player players they get will want to come on our show. We'll see. Absolutely. Next week, this team will look different. And when we come back next week to do our show, there's going to be some new players. And the Rangers will be back in town after this road trip to San Diego. They'll be back and we'll do then. Yeah. All, All right, right, guys. Until then, we'll see you at the yard.